the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock for the next, oh, let's just say two hours. We're going to talk about car problems, car questions, what kind of oil. I'm told I need this. Is it really true about this? Anything you need, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And you can give us a call, and Gil's going to answer the phone. Be nice to him because he's the one that pushes all the buttons. And sometimes, if you're not nice, he pushes the wrong button, and you go out in Never Never Land. Although it's not happened in the last 400 shows. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, we'll talk about cars. I don't have anything to sell to you sell you i don't have anything to give you except advice i don't i'm not going to send you any place that you uh i'm not you know soliciting to you but i am going to tell you about some shops that i personally recommend and the reason why i do that is is because these guys are good and and it goes without saying that no one shop can cover all the valley so i have strategically placed shops all around i didn't strategically place them I've known these guys for years and years and years. I know who who's honest, who's dependable, who's going to be in business day after tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. I know how many guys out there pay their parts bills. We all do the same business with the same kind of parts companies, all that kind of stuff. So, for instance, here's a good example. Action Auto's up at I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since before 1983. He's been in business a very long time. He's a good guy. He knows right from wrong. He's an ASE certified technician along with many of his technicians. So if you're anywhere near I-17 and Deer Valley, Action Auto's on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley, and Tom runs a good shop there. I'm sure you're like me. You're getting really tired of the robocalls about car warranties. Um, I am too. <laughs> and I have determined... Because there's probably five or six phone lines that are in my world. And you can just look at the calls. And and here's what I know for sure. When the call comes in and and it's one of these car warranty ones, my answering machine will pick it up. And I've got it set for like maybe 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, and then I dump you. Well, in that period of time, it takes a while for the operator to tell somebody there's an open line on this big phone back thing. So then we'll hang up on them. But I'm going to tell you, and I've been keeping counting of this, 480 and 602, I don't care what the prefix is, the middle numbers in Arizona are going to be 210. So 
I see 480210 and I see 602210. I see 623210. But what's, what's, what's really amazing is, is all the middle letters are the 210. And Renee and I counted last night, there was 27 out of 31 calls on our machines in, in a couple of places that we have phones that have the 210. <laughs> and when the answer machine says hello, nobody talks because there's this delay as they pass that open line to somebody. So now we're just blocking everybody with the 210. I'm sorry if anybody out there has the 210, call me and tell me, 602-508-0960. But it's amazing. Now, we're also finding out it's 218, but we're doing more there, further study on that. But the robocalls drive me crazy. Let's talk warranties, though, real quick. Here's here's the issue with our industry right now, and it has a lot to do with warranties, and it has a lot to do with repairs and normal maintenance. First of all, we used to get... Now, I'm, I'm using visual language for you, okay? This is radio. You, you can't see me wave my hands and stuff like that. The visual language is, is way back in the days, up until actually the mid-'80s, maybe... Yeah, mid-'80s, maybe 90s. We used to see you every 3,000 miles. Or sooner, if your husband wants to change the oil to make sure the car loves him forever. Nevertheless, 3,000 miles, you would come in, and some of us would rotate your tires every time. Some would do it every other time. Some would do it every three times. Our job was to look your car over and look at all the fluids, the belts, the hoses, the tires, the brakes, and for any potential leak or problem, any clunking noise, any bushings that the uh, rubbers come loose on, any uh, oil leaking out of the back of the differential cover, all that kind of stuff. So it was a visual inspection of your car, fluids, hoses, belts, tires, all that stuff. The problem with that is, back then, is is that we all used a different maintenance schedule, which typically the maintenance schedule would benefit us, not you. So very few times does a customer say, wait a minute, you want to rotate my tires every oil change, but really in my manual it says do it every seven to 9,000 miles, so I should be ch- rotating my tires every third oil change. That conversation's never happened to me, I don't think, ever. <laughs> but the idea is, is that's what used to be it. And obviously the oil changes back then, you'd see them at 9.95 all the way up to 30 to $35. So today, let's move forward to today. We see your car every, if you actually follow the owner's manual on your newer model car, and I'll say everything from 2010 up, and and I'm, I'm even, I, you can go back further than that if you want, you can go to 2000, go north, but from 2010, we really saw a synthetic oil come to life, and there's so many cars out there with synthetic oil in it. That oil is designed and is capable to run somewhere between 10 and 15,000 miles between oil changes. A lot of folks don't want to go that far because it leaves them out of a comfort zone. There's even more people that don't want to go that far because they don't want to have to check their oil because that's part of extending the 3,000 miles. Most cars came in at 3,000 miles a quart low. They were on the ad mark. The difference between the ad mark and the full mark is one quart. So they came in for an oil change. They're a quart low already at 3,000. The newer model cars do a much better job than that when we compare the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. Much better job. So when it comes to maintenance schedules and oil change intervals, 
If you follow your manual, you're likely to see your shop one time a year. And I would prefer to see you in April, May, June. Let's get the stuff done at the beginning of the summer and before the travel season and before you go to California for your, your summer vacation. Let's get it done early. So if you see me every 10,000 miles, that's maybe once or twice a year. That's going to have a negative impact in, in, in the repair industry because many of your stuff has extended that as well. So your tranny services and all your fluids, your belts and hoses, 80 to 100,000 miles. If you go past 100, you're kind of rolling the dice and by 110, I don't want my kids going to Disneyland in your car. So those are the kinds of things that we're up against. So our industry is adapting. We're selling you all kinds of stuff you don't need. We sell you services and services and magic lotions and potions that we're going to put in your oil or in your engine or in your gas tank or we're going to do all this kind of stuff to make your car love you and make your it last forever. We're even going to put an oil that's supposed to have, a t- according to your owner's manual, and I say yours, let's go mine. According to my owner's manual, I should change my oil every 10 to 12,000 miles and use a synthetic blend. I do, or a synthetic oil. I do. I use a synthetic oil. It has a longer oil change interval than the other two oils. Conventional is called Mother Earth oil. And then a semi-synthetic is a blend between Mother Earth and full blood synthetic it could be 50-50, it could be 70-30, it could be 80-20. <laughs> no one knows. So when you look at the three oils, they have a defined difference in interval of service. Conventional, three to 5,000. The middle guy, five to 7,500. The synthetic, call it eight grand to 15,000 miles. But your owner manual tells you, here's what's going on in our industry. We're selling you a premium oil change we're billing you the 75 to 125 dollars that would typically be a premium oil change so you would assume that your door sticker would say that you could go somewhere between 7500 and 10000 miles between oil changes well that's not true we put 3000 on your sticker we're calling you back in and you're not getting the benefit of the expensive oil we just put in your car we need you to come back in it's difficult. You have to do volume <laughs> if you're going to make money in the auto repair industry or you somehow have to generate sales. In addition to all of that, what's going on now is is we're all, my, in my industry and the car industry in general, we're going to give you free oil changes for life. So you don't have to do that. Now here's where we talk out of both sides of our mouth. We want to see you twice a year. Wait a minute, what happened to every 3,000 miles? Yesterday it was every 3,000 miles, and now twice a year. Well, if I drive 12,000 miles a year, that's six and six. Well, we want to see you every other oil change. Or, and then we're going to give you a free oil change, but it's going to give us a chance to chew on your wallet. See, it's a reoccurring sales opportunity. If I give you a free oil change, you come in, and I get to sell you a tire rotation, maybe brakes, maybe belts, maybe hoises, maybe a differential service, maybe a struts, maybe lower control arm bushings, maybe motor mounts, maybe battery service, maybe an air conditioning service, your heater core is leaking, you need wiper blades. You see how that goes? So the free oil change 
virtually ensures that we're going to nibble on your wallet, if not just chew your wallet up when you come in for a free oil change. Because you're basically, we don't have to spend any more marketing. We just give you a free oil change. Then you come in. But we're not going to put on your sticker that you can go 10,000 10 or 12,000 miles. So we're not going to look at your mileage and you got 30 and I'm going to call you back at 40. We're going to put 30 and 33. We're going to call you back in 3,000 miles. Now, we're putting an oil in that will cover 3,000 miles, but we're, we're adding the word premium to it. I've been in this business since I, in high school in 1973. I worked, no, 68. I worked in a shell station in Tempe. So I've been around a long time. I've worked for people that took advantage of their customers. I've seen people that were taken advantage of, but there's a heck of a lot of shops out there today that are not going to take advantage of you. They're interested in a very clean and honorable relationship. Here's what your car manual says. We'd like you to come in every 7,500 miles for an oil change. We're going to put the sticker, and it says, when you reach this mile, please call to make an appointment to bring your car in for an oil change. There's a lot of us out there, but there's a whole lot more out there that have their interests in front of your interests. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Gil, who's holding, and I'll get him on the other side of the break. Tom, stay right there. We'll be back right after this. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. The situation at our border is hitting critical levels and our leadership is failing. The idea that Joe Biden said, come, you're coming because they know I'm a nice guy. Well, here's the deal. They're not. So 960 The Patriot and Mike Gallagher are headed to the border because we know who isn't. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> 960 The Patriot and Guns Etc. present Crisis at the Border and the Progressive Assault on America. Mike Gallagher, Seth Liebson, and Congressman Andy Biggs are headed to the border on a guided tour to get a first-hand look at what our country's leadership won't do. Then you can join us May 25th as Mike, Seth, and Congressman Biggs tackle the tough questions and issues surrounding the border and our country with first-hand accounts. Get tickets today at 960 thepatriot.com. Limited seating, so don't wait. Crisis at the border and the progressive assault on America at 960thepatriot.com. Sponsored by Guns Etc. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. 
And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flat. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, there are four lines, five lines into this radio show, and four of them are vacant right now. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Four lines open. We're going to go to Tom like we promised. Tom, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Yes, sir. I. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I go way back with you to KMOX in St. Louis. So. Oh, man. <laughs> You, Folks, uh, uh, let me let me just kind of tell everybody. Else. Um, one of the best times of my life is I was uh, at KMOX in St. Louis, which is a giant radio station. Now, KMOX hit. I had callers from Canada to the north, to Galveston, Texas, to the south, from Denver, Colorado, to Washington D.C. And the difference in St. Louis is this difference between Arizona and St. Louis. So, Tom, give me just a minute. In, in, in St. Louis, you hear people say, well, in, in Phoenix, you hear, I took my car in and he was 17 cents over his estimate and I'm never going back again and I burned him on Yelp. On, in St. Louis, you'd say, I've been dealing with Tommy and his father and his grandfather for 3,500 years. And while we've had our differences every now and then, we are still good friends and I would never use anybody else. How close am I, Tom? Very, very, very close. Yeah, <laughs> I love that place. I I love St. Louis. It was you. If you dared badmouth or say that shop shouldn't have said that, you 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 paid heck. But anyway, I'm all yours. What's up? Okay, I have a 2002 S10 pickup with 167,000 miles V6, okay. and the ABS light started coming on, staying on, I should say. And took it to a friend of mine, mechanic. Both of us been messing with cars for 50-plus years. And he got the things where the ABS light doesn't stay on. But now, when I apply the brakes, and we're down to like 6 miles per hour coming to a stop, there is a shudder in the pedal, and I can hear what is almost like a moan. Mm -hmm. And it does that. 95% 95% of the time at stop signs, and we cannot find a reason. Okay. Your ABS is really not supposed to be active that low. Um, it's okay. just, But the, what you're talking about is ABS activation. Okay? That's what's going on. Right. 
the the computer is saying I see all the tires rolling but this one came to a stop I lost sight of this tire and so I'm going to start uh, releasing the pressure, applying pressure, releasing pressure, applying pressure to the one that's acting up. Now, now what let me add he... something. Okay. Let me add. Okay, he had a, what he said, a $3,000 borrowed scanner that said all four wheels were rotating at the same speed. What did but... he do? What do you mean, what did he well, do? He was driving the truck, so. No, I, I understand. And, but what did he do to make the light go off? I hate to say this, but I wasn't there. Now, okay. he checked every sensor, all the wires, you know, everything that he could. And I have faith in the guy, so, okay. you know, like you said, St. Louis, you got faith in people. So Yeah. Okay, well, l- let me, you, you, let me, I'm going to, um, I'm going to tell you that if I was your best buddy, this is what I would have done. Okay. First of all, it's important to understand how the scanner works. And it's important to understand how ABS works. So driving it to Circle K and back um, isn't going to cut it because that's not normal driving. Or hopping on the freeway and going, you know, 11 miles north and turning around and coming 11 miles south, that doesn't do it. you got to go behind bashes and you got to do circles, hard circles, soft circles, small circles, big circles, left circles, right circles. The ABS has to keep track of all of those wheels. It's looking at the steering. It's looking at the wheels. Almost always, almost always, I can actually get the signal drop when I'm doing that kind of stuff. But you have to understand that there is a certain gyration you got to take that car through. We had a lady come in, and we would clear the code, and she 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 would be back in two or three days with the lights on again. So. Eddie, one of my senior techs, said when she left the other day, she drove over the curb. And when the, t- <laughs> and the, and the wait a minute now, it, I'm going to put it in there and I'm going to say the old guy was Tom, okay, because I can hear you laughing and I'm laughing with you. He says she, when she throttled up right, the car hit, jumped up, the tire spun, and then when it came down, it went, Erp, and she just went by. He says, I need to ask her if to pay attention we're going to clear the light but when the t- the car comes on or when the light comes on the abs light comes on, are you turning right are you leaving a, a slow speed environment of a parking lot and then you're turning right and accelerating at 30 40 50 miles an hour and lo and behold that's exactly what it was is we just needed her to swing a little wider on right turns and yeah. and keep that right rear tire out of the air because as soon as the tire goes up in the air, it's doing 20, and the rest of them are 7 or 8 or 9. Well, then it, ABS grabs a hold of that tire and says, slow down. So in, in his particular case, have him get his whammo zamo $3,000 scanner. And by the way, 3000 is kind of cheap today. I think we've got a couple yeah. that are in the 30 range. But yep. have him drive circles in your vehicle. And, mo- and he can't do it himself. You can't drive and do this. You want to drive, and he'll tell you what to do, and he's watching the values on all the scanner. So it's not going to be good and bad. There's values there, number values. And so he tells you what to do, but he's got to keep his eye on the scanner. Other than that, sooner or later, it's going to pick up the same sensor two or three times, and then you can replace that particular particular, um, speed sensor on that particular area of the car. I'm thinking your your S10 though because you have a 4.3 liter V6 on that S10. 
I'm thinking that probably only has three sensors. It's got one on the rear differential, and it's got two on the front, so it's called a three-channel. One rear, okay. two front. Are you and, telling me something that he did not say? He thought it just had the two in the front. Uh, I'm guessing. I don't know. But see, I had a whole bunch of those S10s. Um, we bought them in 94. I could be wrong, but you know how you find out? Call the local auto parts store and say, hey, I got this S10, you know, blah, 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 blah. And um, tell me, how many wheel sensors does it have? <laughs> and if it tells you two front and one on the diff, then it's a three-channel. He could be right. This could just be front wheel ABS, but I don't think I'm going to bet on that that, that one. I'm going to no. bet on a three-channel, and I don't even think it's a four-channel because it's too old. Yeah. Now, one thing, though, he said... No more does the ABS light come on other than start, whereas, you know, he said now the scanner won't show anything unless the red light's on. So. Well, no, there's there's going to be history in there unless he cleared the history. So you can go in in the scanner and you can look at historical data, but then it allows you to clear it. So some guys will clear it and then go drive it. The light won't come back on, and then they don't yeah. know what to do. But That's what yet, happened. Okay, so key on, the light comes on, that's called bulb check. We're checking yep. to make sure the bulb's good. Then you start it up, there's no light that stays on, and for the next 15 or 20 minutes, there's no lights. Sometimes, you can imagine that the, that the wheel sensors are magnetic. So they're going to have a, a pole piece and a moving piece, and, and they're going to be magnets. Well, they pick up metal from the brakes, and they pick yep. up metal from the roadway and dirt, it's not uncommon for us to take an air gun on something we can't identify, pop the four wheels off, and just dust off all four sensors and send them back on the road. And about 20% of the time, that fixes the problem, 20% of the time. And we don't care which one it is, just dust them off. Right. Okay. Okay? Yes, sir. Good talking to you. Well, well, thank you very much. Tom, are you here, living here now, or are you just oh, visiting? No. no, I'm up north of St. Louis, so... Oh, today, right now? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, when I come back, I'm going to tell my Chamber of Commerce story. Is that yeah. okay? Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, I will. Yep. I promise you. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you. 602 I'll set it up now. I'm on the radio on Saturday morning from 10 to 12. They use me to follow up big-time sports in St. Louis. This was years ago. So I'm talking about the difference between people in St. Louis and people in Phoenix. And I'm talking about the difference in what they say and how they act and stuff like that. And then I tell this really stupid story. And unbeknownst to me, they're having a national convention in, in St. Louis. And I'm talking to the Phoenix group as well. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You've been lied to. Lied to by corrupt Washington politicians and the Wall Street propaganda machine. Hi, I'm Inc. Magazine bestselling author Brett Kitchen, and I want to give you a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, because we all know another market crash could be right around the corner. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough, and since then I discovered a way to grow money potentially double digits, reduce taxes dramatically, and also have my money protected when the next stock market crash hits. When the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now to get your free copy and talk with a specialist to discover this little-known strategy to get potential double-digit growth during good years and never lose when the next stock market crash hits, all while building a tax-advantaged retirement. Call 800-231-9494 to discover this asset that people like Walt Disney and JCPenney use to grow wealthy. Plus, get one of just 97 free books left. We even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. Call 1-800-231-9494. 1-800-231-9494. That's 1-800-231-9494. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Yeah. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Well, when it comes to car repair shops, Sun City has a really good one, Auto Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. I've known the family since 1982. Chuck and his son Derek run the operation, and they're good people. They're honest people. They know right from wrong. So if you're in, auto, if you're in Sun City, the only shop I can recommend there is Auto Dynamics. Real quick. So I'm on radio with KMOX in St. Louis. I don't understand and I don't know that there's a Chamber of Commerce meeting, a National Chamber of Commerce meeting there. And during the lunch break, they're piping in the 
car show. And I said something like this. I said, you know, there is a world of difference between the people in St. Louis and the people in Phoenix. The people in St. Louis, they honk and they wave and they smile and say, sure, go ahead and pull in front of me. And the people in Phoenix, they honk and they flip you the bird. Well, that didn't go over real well at the luncheon at the Chamber of Commerce. So I get a call <laughs> from Jim Tazarak at the other radio station I used to be at. I loved Jimmy. I loved him. He was the greatest guy in the world. He taught me more about radio than anybody. He said, you're in really big trouble. And I said, why? And he goes, well, you said something in St. Louis about the Phoenix patron. And I said, yeah, I did. How do you know? And he goes, well, they were having a national conference for Chamber of Commerce, and Phoenix was there, and they heard it. He said, we'll talk about it when I get when you get back home. <laughs> so anyway, I had to say I'm sorry, and nobody cares. All right, we're going to go to the phones. Jerry, you're up first. Uh, I'm looking for a recommendation to have someone just check my transmission. I, I just thought I would go to a transmission shop rather than just my shop. Okay. And Let me ask you a question. What kind of car is it, and how many miles do you have on it? It's a BMW 3.5, and it has about 110,000 miles on it. Okay. And it's has a transmission. Okay. And, and, and it's an 06, you said? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And have you had any fluid or filters ch- changed on that um, BMW in 100,000 miles? I okay. don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's going to hurt you any. Um, I, I, I would like to what, – what part of town are you in? Uh, 24th Street and Camelback area. Okay. Go to 25th Street Auto. Uh-huh. Talk to Billy. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he, here's the thing. Transmission shops just do transmission. They don't have the wide variety of cars to work on and the knowledge base that us general repair guys do. You don't need anybody that has BMW tattooed on their upper arm to work on this car because it has right. gas and fuel and brakes. Just like you know, It's just like a horse. It's just a different colored horse. That's all it is. So Billy's right around the corner from you. He's as honest as the day is long. And when you meet him, you'll look up and you'll say, now I understand why Mark likes him. So don't do it on Monday morning or Friday afternoon. I would say to Billy, I would like you to check my fluid and smell it and tell me what you think. I would like you to drive it and maybe put it through its pace a little more aggressively than I would normally drive it, and I would like your opinion on what I should do. Let me tell you in advance. Have you owned this car since it was new? No, I got it off lease. Okay. So I got it, yeah. How, how long have you had it, and how long was it on lease? It was on a lease for uh, three years, I guess, whatever, 36 months or whatever. That Yeah, th- okay. about that. And how and many miles? I, and it, it had 35,000 miles on it when I got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't sound like anybody who's going to be out ripping the rear tires off the thing. And no, I'm, 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 I'm quite sure. A transmission is typically going to last. We see people of yours and mine age range that uh-huh. um, pull 150,000, 200,000 miles out of an automatic transmission. In addition to that, it's just like anything else. There's going to be symptoms that are going to start when you slam the door someday, and that's the beginning of the end. There's not, nest, there's not going to be a complete failure 
there hardly ever is. There's plenty of warning signs that lead up to that. So I would say to Billy, look at my transmission fluid, go drive my car, tell me at 106,000 miles, 110,000 miles, what do you think I should do? And I'm going to bet that he's going to look in the owner's manual and he's going to say, let's do the fluid and filter and let's see what's in the pan. If there's nothing in the pan but normal byproducts of the clutches, normal byproducts of the clutch mm-hmm. activity, Billy's going to say, there's nothing in the pan, there's nothing dead, there's no big bolts, nuts, washers, or broken pieces of metal. I put fluid and a filter in it. See you later. That's what's probably going to happen. Okay. And I, I want to tell you something. I don't get a dime out of that referral. Do you understand? I'm not sending you there because <laughs> Billy's going to give me 10%. Okay? That doesn't happen. Well, good luck to you, Jerry. Thank you very much. Steve, you're up next. Hi, Mark. I've got a 99 Jeep Cherokee Limited that I had uh, trailered over from California uh, just before Christmas. And when I got it uh, over here to Phoenix, uh, there was a squeaky noise at the front. You speed up the engine, it'd squeak a little bit more. So I thought, uh, you know, it's just the serpentine belt up there or maybe the idler pulley. So I went ahead and changed those since, uh, you know, low-cost items. And it turned out the idler pulley did need to be changed. That wasn't the source of the squeaking. So I looked around, looked around. Finally, online, I saw somebody that talked about the distributor and more specifically about a squeak that can develop between the distributor cap and the rotor. And uh, so I thought, well, I'll, let me. So I pulled the cap off. I put a little dielectric grease just on top of the rotor where the contact is made, mm-hmm. and the squeak went away. And okay. There are other there are other people in there who talk about the bearing and the distributor and all this sort of stuff. But now it, we don't use it much, but it's been driven. We had some guests out of town, so it's been driven for a little bit. And I hear the squeak very lightly starting to come back. Well, I think yeah. what I'd want to do first is is put a piece of a uh, fuel line up in your ear or a piece of vacuum line, like, and use it like a stethoscope. And go down okay. in that area of the distributor cap and see if you can actually hear it coming from that area. The fact that you put dielectric grease on the tang on the rotor is good. There, that's no harm, no foul. Okay. Um, I've never seen this before. I've never heard this before. I've never fixed this before. But the first thing you have to do is is make sure that we're we're talking about the noise and the dab of of grease in the same place. So it's 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 just really that simple. I've never seen or heard that before. I've never. We don't put dabs of grease on top of the of the rotor tanks on distributors. We just never right. have, but it's okay that you did that. But this whole idea of see I I'm going to please I want everyone to know that that I'm not ragging on Steve. You can't believe how many times Google and the internet come up in my world. Yesterday a, a well-educated, highly educated, successful businessman is telling me about some guy that told him that he needed to put a filter in the cooling system of his diesel, otherwise his engine would go to heaven. Hmm. And there is no relationship between a filter and the cooling system that, what, takes sl- pieces of flakes of calcium out of your your cooling system how is that going to wipe your motor out unless of course it fails and then it, it, you overheat it like an idiot so i get so wound up when i get on this internet thing because there's people out there that are just spewing stuff that has nothing it's not grounded in my world so it, it i am i admire the fact 
that you did what you did because what you did is exactly what I would have done. If that's the case, put a little dielectric there, grease is gone, noise is gone. Then, because see, one of the button on the cap is going to be spring-loaded, and it has to go up and down. So I don't know. Why not? You, why don't you pull that spring out of there? Why don't you pack a little bit of grease up inside there? Maybe you greased where the tip of the carbon hits the rotor, but maybe it's within the shaft of the bottom of the rotor where that small pieces of carbon goes up and and in, in and out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I do. I, I, like I said, I looked around and I was I was prepared for it to be bearing on the distributor shaft or something like that because those. And I thought, gee, it's a lot easier. Just to, and that's literally all I did. And immediately the squeak that I've been chasing was gone. Okay. And, and here's so, the deal. When the bearing goes out of the distributor, it doesn't come back. <laughs> when you right, start right, when you start right. rattling that shaft, it don't come back. Right. Yep. And so so you fixed the problem, but really and truly if you would have been no. like the other ninety five percent of my male friends, you would have a new distributor in there with the old cap and rotor, and you'd be calling me telling me you that you replaced the distributor because Herman from a federal prison in New Hampshire told you that you needed a new distributor. So uh, you know him too, huh? No. <laughs> I, I know him well. He's he's my nemesis. He's doing radio. Anyway, I gotta run, Steve. Thank you very much for that. I I, I, I thank you. It it just um, and and I'm especially enamored by the fact that you fixed it in the way that you did. Bob and Bob, stay right there. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's Seth Liebson. After a year filled with bad and hard news, my friend Solar Sandy has some good news. No power bills and no solar panel payments for one year. You heard me right. If you go with Solar Sandy, she'll pay your power bills and solar panel payments for one year. No matter your politics, a power rate increase is coming next year. I say skip it. In fact, skip power bills altogether. How about that for good news? Just click on AskSolarSandy.com to get started. That's AskSolarSandy.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog. He was all like... Then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well... My parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this, well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's, uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend... Unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you've got a diesel truck, there's going to come a time where you're going to need a diesel technician in front of you. It's true that anybody can change the oil and rotate the tires and do brakes on your diesel truck, but when it starts in the morning and there's white smoke or blue smoke or it won't quit smoking at all, you better find a diesel expert like, for instance, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair in North Phoenix, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate is a diehard diesel service repair and parts distributor and vendor. He's a great guy. He knows the right and wrong about diesels, and he's not too embarrassed to say, I don't know your answer. He's not too embarrassed to say, I can't find it right now. 
but he'll say that once or twice a year. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, he has a good website, 24 hours a day on their website, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Let's go to the phone, Bobs. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Good morning. Good morning. Speaker off. Okay. okay. Uh, Mark, um, just came back from a trip out of the city somewhere else. Same story. Uh, I couldn't get over how courteous and nice the drivers were there. And uh, got back to Phoenix, and same story, man, the aggressive, <laughs> uh, mean people. I mean, it must be all those Californicators coming over. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, wait a minute. You can't drop that bomb and then walk away from it. Um, let, 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 I, here, I know you're talking about the Midwest. And 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 I you thank you thank you for your comment because it is true it's just a different kind of philosophy. It now, is it up north where I'm at right now in Payson um, because of the housing and all that kind of stuff we're dominated with California and Colorado plates. It's that same way we're around. However, the other day I was at Home Depot and this one gentleman was loading some plywood and I said, "Can I help you?" And he did. So we start talking, and I looked at his hands and I said, "You're a car guy," and he is. And we're talking and talking and talking. And he goes, "I said, well, where are you from?" And he looks at me and he goes, "It's not real important." And I said, "Unless, unless, unless, of course, you're from prison, <laughs> it is important." So where are you from? He goes, Colorado, and I go, "Oh, I recognized your hands." I said, "I work on cars too." And, and he actually was from California, and and I said, why did you say that? And he goes, I just put. I said, well, then tell everybody you're from Provo. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway, you got a car problem. Let's go there. Uh, car problem. Well, I'm curious. I would like your expertise. The all the so many of the new cars have the turbos on. How important is the cool down period? I I don't have one yet. I'm looking at a couple. Um, I live in an apartment complex where I'm way in the back, so it takes about a minute, minute and a half, maybe two, sometimes three minutes at five miles an hour to get around to where I where I live. Is that enough to cool it down? First of all, the turbo cool down is something that came from the from. Uh from 150 years ago, Fred and uh, Fred Flintstone and Barney, his bubble buddy, used to talk about that. Um, the answer is, is Mark will get off the freeway at Warner Road to go to the shop. I'll turn left. I'll go about a half a mile. I'll turn right, pull into the parking lot. I'll shut the damn thing off, and I don't care. I got 126,000 miles on my Dodge diesel. It's got a turbo. The turbo cool down is the EGT, the exhaust gas temperature. Now, the newer model cars have an EGT sensor, and that tells you what it is. When Mark is in the car and his wife's driving and the EGTs get to 1,500 degrees and the aluminum melts at 1,100, then I'm going to wake up out of my stupor and say to my wife, stop drag racing that Ford, okay? So the EGTs are real high, but when you put it in neutral, you can count to 10, and the EGTs are down to completely normal range. So don't worry about the EGTs. Don't worry about them. They're, they're a non-issue of today. Thank you. Thank you. Good day. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Uh, let's go to Marty. Marty, good morning. Thank you for holding. How, how can I help you? Marty just dropped. Okay. Well, let me tell you my other um, St. Louis story. It, um, they asked me to do a night show. So I'm in the night show. Hey, let's take Bob. Bob, you're in Washington, D.C. How are you today? Fine, fine. Listen, I have this maintenance light on my dashboard. And uh, he said, I just changed my oil. I don't know how to turn it off. And I said, okay. I said, well, where are you at? Are you, can you pull over? Well, no. Why can't you pull over? I'm driving a cab. Yeah, so what? Pull over. Uh, I got a fare. <sighs> Bob, just pull over. She's not going to care. It's a he. Bob, pull over. I'm going to turn your light off for me, for you. 
okay. And you can hear him talking to his fairy. I'm going to pull over for just a minute. The guy on the radio wants to tell me how to fix this light. And the person in the back, he's, oh, yeah, go ahead. I'll learn, too. So this is what you're going to do, Bob. You're going to pull off, put it in park, turn the key car off. You got your phone. Is is your phone going to go off? No, it won't. Okay, good. Then I want you to turn the key on, and I want you to pump the, th- the throttle. Don't start the engine, Bob. Just turn the key to the on position where the dash light's light. The light's on. That red light's on. Or yellow light. It's a yellow light. And I want you to push your pedal to the floor five times with me. Ready? One, up, two, up. Count to count five. And I said, okay. And then turn the key off and turn the light back on. Turn the key back on. Is the light on? Yes. Go ahead and start the car. Start car started. Okay, drive away. Is the light on? Yes. There you go. Pass it on. And then he goes, the lady in the back seat wants to know where your shop's at. <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> well, then people started holding their phones up to the cars, <laughs> to their cars to let me hear the noises. And it got out of hand in the Midwest, but it was a great time of my life, and I enjoyed the Midwest like you can't believe. There was there was just a whole lot of different people in the Midwest, and um, and I, I don't think I had any of them ever call me up and call me the kind of names that sometimes I get called. But then again, I'm getting older and dumber as I go. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is in Mesa. I've known the Thompson family for at least 50 years. There is a time where the Thompson family and the Vivian family dominated the gas station business in the uh, Mesa area. Well, their descendants, which is Brian and Thelma, they own Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. These two young people, Brian and his wife Thelma, have been in the gasoline business, and they they know what gas smells like, and they know like fingers, fingernails dirty with oil. That They were in that environment. The only shop in Mesa that I can recommend that you go visit is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They've been in that facility at Main Street just east of Stapley since 1970, and you won't find any nicer husband and wife couple that run an auto repair shop. And ladies, you can be assured that Thelma will watch out for you. She doesn't really need to because the technicians and the staff are all good people. But but Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa is the only shop in, in Mesa that I can recommend to you. So when we start talking about cars, here's what's important. Don't go to Google and query your your car because here's why. I get to talk to you. I get to ask you questions. And I'm probably going to be successful in diagnosing your car maybe 25% of the time. But what I'm going to give you in the conversation is, is things to watch out for. How Does it do it cold? Does it do it hot? When you turn hard right, is the clunk there when you turn hard right left is the clunk there so i can help you develop a way to describe the problem and and more importantly show the problem to your to your garage so you say i can duplicate this problem can i borrow one of your technicians for 10 minutes and i'm going to show them about this noise i want you to address that conversation alone will save you somewhere between Twenty-five and seventy-five dollars worth of diagnostic time, if you can take a technician and show him how to make the noise. You can't imagine how beneficial that is, because we hear things you don't. Our ears are more tuned. Uh, our ears are bigger than yours. All kinds of things can happen. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're going to come back in just a little bit, and we're going to do another hour of this fun and frivolity. So you're welcome to stack the line. Six zero two. 
0960. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, then here's a 688 number for you. 888-960-9696. 888-960, because this is 960, the Patriot. 9696. 888-960-9696. And that's toll-free outside the Phoenix metropolitan area. Car repair is easy so long as there's a give and take. What you don't want to do is go in and tell the shop that Homer, your next-door neighbor, said that you need a new water pump. You should say to them, I have a coolant leak. I would like you to diagnose where it's coming from and call me with an estimate. We're not going to do work off of Homer's diagnosis. We want to put we want to take the radiator cap off. We want to put an air pump in its place. We look at the cap. It's an 11-pound cap. It holds 11 pounds of pressure. We pump your system up to 11 pounds. We then get a mirror and a flashlight, and if Homer's right, we just put the mirror underneath the water pump. We look up with our flashlight, and the weep hole is as dry as a bone. Well, he's wrong. So then we check this wing of the water pump and this wing of the water pump, and the water pump's as dry as can be. But above it, there's the intake manifold, and the driver's front corner of the intake manifold is leaking coolant, and it's running right down the front of the head onto the oil pan and off the bottom. So Homer said he thought that was an, a water pump leak, so he told you to go have your water pump done. But in reality, it's the intake manifold above it that's leaking. The water pump would not have fixed your leak, and hopefully the shop would have identified that the, the leak had been misdiagnosed before they replaced your water pump. So just give us the symptoms, and here's how that should sound. Mr. Salem, I've got a, a clunking noise in the right side of my car, and here's how you, how you get it to, to kind of act up. Find a parking lot in a church close by, and turn the steering wheel all the way to the left and make three slow loops. Then stop, turn it to the right, and make three right loops. And every time you change directions, you're going to hear a thump. And I want you to identify what that thump is and call me with an estimate. Can you give me a diagnostic charge for that? And here's the problem. Today, it's a wild, it's a, it's just the old tombstone days. No, you're asking us to give you an estimate for something we haven't done before, and we don't know how long it's going to take us. We can have a technician out there for 20 minutes making left and right loops in the parking lot of the church next door. We can do that, but we've got him out of service. It also might very well be that he can do it in the parking lot behind the shop and, and, and identify it. The diagnostic part, I think most of us have decided to just do a range. And I like this. It will not be less than $35, and it won't be more than 100 I'll call you when we get up close to that. I'm going to ask you. Now, if you can make it happen, why can't you just wait right now? I'll get somebody to go with you. And you can you duplicate it right now? Yes, I can. Can you be a half an hour late to work? Yes, I can. Good. Let's do it now. That's the kind of conversation. Now, that conversation can happen on Monday morning or Friday afternoons because for obvious reasons, those are times that we can't just have our old staff out driving cars. I'm talking about car repair shops in general. So those are the kinds of issues that we have. The di is, what's your diagnostic fee? The diagnostic fee is the path necessary to go from point A to 
confirmation that your diagnosis is the correct diagnosis and you need this part and this labor to fix it. That's a very difficult thing. So the diagnostic window today is this open. From the bottom end is $50 and then the top end is $150. And that's what most of us are saying because you're asking us to give you a number that we don't know, but we'll know it'll be in that range. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960.